It's ghosticles time. It's ghosticles time. I don't know. Mostly toasty, ghosty, hosty, ghosticles time. It's so complicated. I can never remember it. And it always makes us think of testicles, even though it doesn't have anything to do with them. It's a good marketing ploy. And many more. How was that your dragged Thanksgiving? The floor. So, uh, it was good. It was good. Yeah. It was very low key this year, which is exactly what we needed. Same. Yeah. We went. To the I didn't office. have any. I didn't have any. Spooky I didn't have any spooky experiences story. like you did. I mean, unless you we count hey, dealing with family spooky, but yeah, it's it's a very exciting exciting moment for me. I think. Um, <laughs> she, she, told a couple people at this convention in Anime Dallas this last weekend. Daniel, I remember talking to Daniel about it too. Um, about, uh, so we all know Jack is not much of a believer and his response to everything is, well, that's weird. And so <laughs> he called and made the reservations at the Adolphus and was like, oh yeah, we have a ghost story podcast. And so we've heard about you from there. And so we wanted to come because they're a ghost story, and we want to see ghosts on Thanksgiving. And I'm listening in the other room. I was like, did you just say it? He was like, yeah, I totally did. Like, Why not? <laughs> like, Why not? Okay, you know, sure. maybe they'll, maybe they'll throw in an extra basket of bread. I know. Right. And so the- <laughs> It was delicious, by the way. So it's this little <laughs> bistro called City Hall because that is where City Hall used to be right, in Dallas. Right, and right. so there's this really great old bar right outside. Mm-hmm. Their drinks, they have a 1912, which is their old fashioned, and it is unbelievably oh, delicious. God, you're making me thirsty. So good. And so anyway, we go, and as we go in, Jack is joking about the ghost. I was like, I hope that we do have an experience, but I hope that it happens to you. <laughs> so we're eating and they um put the the uh, sugar for coffee and stuff mm-hmm. at the table behind us yeah and so jack gets up to get the coffee and he sits back down and he's like where are my glasses and we were like what and he looks over and they've fallen on the floor um so this is how we're situated it's it's a square table it's him then me to his right to my right my brother jean-luc to my brother's right my mom Mm. Susan. And so Susan. <laughs> Susan. And so the glasses were between him and me. And he's like, uh-oh, my glass my glasses are on the floor. It must be the ghost. And I was like, <laughs> Yeah, it must be. And so we all start joking about how the ghost had moved his glasses. And then we start joking, like my mom dropped lettuce on her shoulder. I was like, Mom, the ghost has moved lettuce onto your shoulder. <laughs> trying to dress you. And uh so it became this ongoing thing throughout our dinner or lunch that uh the ghost was there doing everything it's like the ghost was just trying to you drool oh the ghost made me drool you know like whatever (laughs) and so we leave i mean it was great we leave everybody has a great time i go home i'm not overly stuffed and um lucky then we start i think we start playing video games but we chill out for a little bit and he's talking to me and he's like so you moved my glasses to the floor right and i was like no why would i do that and he was like well, this is really weird and I can't figure it out. I was like, okay. <laughs> so he had put his glasses open around his phone on his left between him and my mother Which on the often, table. He often does. I've seen, yeah. him, I've seen him do that. He it's opens them and wraps it around something. Right. Right. So he had him around, just sitting around mm-hmm. his, his phone. He turns to get it and he comes back and they're folded up. They're not still open. They are mm-hmm. folded up on the floor between us. None of us saw anything. I certainly didn't move it. And he I, I think he still thinks that maybe I moved it to make him think it was a ghost. Because he has no, he can't figure out how he would have knocked. None of us heard it. None of us saw it. How he would have knocked it to send it flying just far enough across 
and and Elena. There's just too and many things. Way, there's too many things that had to happen at once, and it doesn't add up for him. Uh-huh. And so he's leaning towards that I'm just not telling him the truth. And it's like, do you think that I could keep that shit quiet? It would be way too funny, and I, I would not be able to keep it It's a quiet. much more plausible explanation that after getting off the phone with him, whoever made the reservation or jotted down the reservations on his behalf was like, turned to the ghosts that right. are in resident and said like, so we've got some special customers coming in this evening. We'd like you to make it worth their while. That's right. That's <laughs> and like, right. and slipped a ghost, a ghostly tip. A ghostly tip, I right. That happens because the, the Adolfo's employees, in my experience, are very eager to talk about. I yes. mean, they don't, they're, they're seldom the ones to bring it up, but if you do, you'd be they're like, fine with it. I hear there's some ghost stories. And then oh, yeah, like, the one of them would be that... like, oh, let me go get Charles. Charles knows this. Yeah. Or like, oh, let me go, let me go get, you know, right. so-and-so. And they'll come and tell you about their experience in kitchens. Everyone, every fucking one that's worked, worked there for longer than like a month seems to have stories because yeah. it's a haunted as fuck building and very active. Yes. Very, active. very, very active. So uh, we were, we eventually, after that, I was like, it makes me wonder what happened. So I looked up uh, who, oh, like, so some <laughs> big me. Um, truck outside like hit their brakes and it was very and screechy. And it was very weird. I was like, for a second, I'm thinking, is that me? It's the ghost. I keep telling, well, he keeps, he keeps losing his glasses, dinner. even although he lost his glasses before. He has several pairs of readers. Mm-hmm. Uh, Gus got one pair and chewed up uh, the the ear part. Uh-huh. And he uh, he was like, oh, I was like, it's like, don't blame Gus. The ghost gave the glasses to him. So anyway, but I looked <laughs> oh, up. The ghost likes Gus and wants true. Gus to have fun. Yeah, don't choke on those glasses, though. Uh, so, and none of them, to be fair, none of them are very expensive. That's good. Because he loses them constantly. So but the having them considerate. Yeah, right. Having them knock across the room. Nobody came by the table either. Like there was no reason for those glasses to move. That's weird. That's very weird. Yeah. And so I looked up like maybe who could be haunting and some stuff like that. And it's real fucking creepy. Um, but there is a woman who would go to that bar and that restaurant all the time and she died. And I think it's not too terribly long ago. But ever since she died, she's been coming back to the bistro and people will see her at her table. They'll see her at the bar. She's known to move things around. And I was like, Jack! She probably thought Jack was terribly charming. He is terribly charming. I get it, girl. She's like, she's like, oh, let me just take your glasses and then throw them on the floor in a coquettish way. That's right. I love it. It's really fun. I love it. I think it's it's fun. fun. I love that Jack, I love the idea of Jack being flirted with by. I do too. I in, mean, I'll cut in, her, but in. I get that. Like <laughs> and it won't do anything. It's just like, funny bitch, to I see will him. Yeah, right. He, he can always find a and reason. Spray it at the ghost like yeah. a cat. <laughs> uh, he can. He always has like a, a reason. Like he can always find a reason for things. Yeah. And this is one that he's like, I just can't figure out how it happened. That, Hold on now. <laughs> there are a couple. There are, I think, three specific events now that he's like, yeah, it's weird because There's one in the office. The one in the office where he used to work, where he saw someone. Oh, four. Okay. I'm oh, four. four. Oh, wow. Yeah, okay. Four. Well, That's wow. four now. There's, he saw someone in the office. He's collecting quite the experiences since he being with He followed footsteps. Well, and this is what's really funny is we talked the first time you ever met him, we were talking about ghost stuff. And he's like, I don't really believe. And you said to him in that, that day, mm-hmm. give it a little bit. You're around Jamie now. Yep. And now he's got and now he's four got different four. weird things. Four. Yeah. That he can't explain. Now, that doesn't mean he's, there's not he's more. He's playing ghost bingo and doesn't right. even know it. He doesn't know. And there's more things that he'll come up with reasons for that are plausible. But it's plausible. also like, but there's a way the door might be open for those to be something other than what you think. Exactly. It's very it. exciting for me. <laughs> I'm rewarding. so proud of you. Thank you. I put Thank all this you. on you. Thanks. Okay. And oh. it, it shocks me, too, that someone from 
Appalachia is like, man, I'm not really. It's like, but you lived in mountains. It's natural rebellion. Yeah. Jack is also, a, a, he's a quiet, quiet rebel. He is. Where, like, I can see where, where, wherever he grew up, he was going to move and uh, move away from and try to espouse the exact opposite. That's true. That's just who he is. Except for I the accent. That. It's not the exact opposite. It's just a... I think he likes the accent because it makes people underestimate him. Right, but it's a, it's a, it's a gentler version. Oh, it is. It is. Yeah. It is. Yeah. It's also anyway. very windy outside, so if you hear creaking, it's just the wind. Maybe. But I constantly am like, who's on the roof? Who's outside? <laughs> who's... Oh, it's just creaking. <clears throat> you think I'd host a podcast without ghosts. Ooh. Okay. So... Just adds to the ambiance. That's right. That's right. Apologies for the creaks and the screaming and the great... The, the squeals and... you you mean for the atmosphere the atmosphere and also if there is a ghost in the background matt will tell us and we'll tell you about it okay <laughs> <clears throat> last week he texted me when he was editing uh the last ghosticles and he was like man fuck spiders <laughs> we told him he said it i agree he texted me that too like, i hate spiders uh, i was like me too i fucking hate them i hate them i hate them i'm out all right okay, sorry first, to the to the story to the please. stories first is from Victoria. Ooh, Victoria. Victoria says, I've always liked that name. I know. It's ghosticles time. That's what she said. Oh, I love it. Hi, guys. My name is Victoria, like Queen Victoria, and I love that she owns it. Like, I Hell am a queen. Yeah. Get behind me. Um, I love... <laughs> she didn't say that. I'm just saying that. Um, <laughs> I love listening to the podcast. and glad I got the chance to meet you both at GalaxyCon Minneapolis. Here are a few of my spooky experiences I want to share. Yes. Back in 2014, I was granted a Make-A-Wish and went to Disney World with my family. On the first day, my family and I went to the Magic Kingdom, deciding one of the first rides to go on is the Pirates of the Caribbean. Or Caribbean, depending on who you are. <laughs> my three younger brothers, our dad, and I got on the ride, taking the last two rows of seats on the wooden boat behind another one a few feet in front of us. In the middle of the ride, a young man from the boat in front of us gets up from his seat, rests his right foot on the right side of the boat, places his hand on the side of his mouth, and shouts, I hate you, George! <laughs> that's the thing though for the pirates it was the it was the don't you remember the old the guy who no worked, i don't there's just... a guy who worked the pirates um ride oh, and who died oh, or something oh, like oh, that oh. and if you say any if you talk about george or say i don't like you oh, he'll stop right the, right right that's he's the, like oh fuck you then and it happens a lot so someone yells stands up, takes Captain Morgan's stance on the Pirates of the Caribbean, right? <laughs> and shouts, I hate you, George. He sits back down right before the boat Bold stops. Bold move, Cotton. Yeah, right. The, the, the boat stops, backed up a few feet, <laughs> and stopped. While we waited for the ride to start again, the only thing I could think about was, why the hell would some out, someone yell out, I hate you, George? <laughs> it works. It works. <laughs> My second experience... <laughs> It's true, though. Can you imagine people who don't know that story, though, that are like, what the, the fuck, fuck is, is going on? What did George do to you, Captain Morgan? You? Is, George, is George like the person that the lever's backstage and y'all had a breakup and you're going to just like, this is this is how you're telling right. him? Right. Like, I the see people, you, motherfucker. I read of, your text. <laughs> I know what you're about. Um, and then all of the people who are running the rides are like, fuck, someone call maintenance. Someone said they hated George. <laughs> They're like, we have a code, George. Code George, Code George. Uh, <laughs> we have a code George. What if the in... maintenance worker's name is George too? 
<laughs> then he doesn't there's get gotta, the job. There's gotta like, be cross Sorry, we can't hire we you. Cannot. It would just be a lot of confusion. And your name, George? All right, can we call you Harry? <laughs> My second experience happened in the summer of June 2017 on a sunny Friday afternoon. It happened after my dad dropped me off at my friend Courtney's house for my physical therapy appointment I had earlier that morning. We hung out a little bit and talked about which store in the MOA we wanted to go to before figuring out how to get my wheelchair into our car. I'm going to sneeze. So sorry. You're, uh, sorry. Your sneezes sound like me as a child with a, with a pretend laser gun. Well... <laughs> I can't help it. No, you, and nor should you. It it just brings joy to my life I'm to glad. hear you sneeze. I'm glad. I uh, am currently hating it because my allergies are insane right now. They're awful for me too right now. They it's been all this it's bad all the it's all, all the pollen <sighs> like coming off the trees as the as the leaves fall. I suppose and it the, gets cold and then it gets it's like mm -hmm. sixty one mm -hmm. day, seventy one day, and then mm -hmm. thirty the next day in the same day. Yeah. Ugh. Okay. So. Da, 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 wheelchair, uh, figuring out how to get wheelchair in the car. Okay. The type of wheelchair I use is a manual quickie model that can get folded up like closing a book by taking off my blue tires. Both the backs, both of my blue tires, yeah. Both the backrest and gel cushion seat. The backrest is a pain in the butt to put back on. So instead of folding it, we decided to pop off my blue tires, put them in the trunk of the car, and slide my chair into the middle of the bench seat, sitting upright. Net seat to seat and back to back. Within the next 10 to 15 minutes of driving, we stopped at a stoplight on the outer left turn lane next to a semi-truck on the inner left turn lane that had just pulled up. About 30 seconds before the light turned green, Courtney says, hold on, it's going to be a tight turn. I held onto the handle as the light turned green, hearing my chair tip and landed on its right side with a clank as we made the turn. Taking note, we'll have to sit it back up later. After driving straight for about two miles with three more to go before our next turn, Courtney glanced up at her mirror and gasped. What? I asked as I turned my head back to find out why. My wheelchair slowly, ever so slowly, sat itself back up. Seat to seat, back to back. Dude, your chair is haunted, Courtney says to me. <laughs> the only thing I replied back to her was, at least it's not a harmful haunting. And helpful. It's very Help, helpful. It's very helpful. It's like, oh, the chair, but let me take care of that for yeah, you. Yeah, that just is nice. I mean, that's I think polite. that you got a really good deal that on is this a, wheelchair. That is a ghost trying to be a like a contributing member of society. What if it's like a ghost dog, like a ghost, <gasps> like a ghost care animal, care like a, animal like, that's oh. helping with it. That's what I choose to believe right oh. now in this moment. I love this for it's you. A well trained ghost dog. It is. Okay. Last but not least, my third experience was in the bathroom while sitting on the toilet. <laughs> how honest you are. This happened on the second to last Wednesday of May this year. During that morning, I listened to episode 35, The Story You Believe, while folding a couple of baskets of clothes on the toilet. I love that multitasking. She may not have been like on the, on toilet, the toilet, folding the clothes. On the toilet. She might have just been sitting on the toilet oh, like a chair. Yeah, Sometimes I need to keep I do reading. That. I should keep reading before I assume. But I love. But that if you she was multitasking, then more power totally to her. The only she's thing like, I can she's do, got shit to do when literally. I'm on the toilet is pet the dogs because they will not leave me alone. <laughs> you let I them in invent, there. That's your choice. I want to. And sometimes I don't. But you know that door doesn't always shut if we don't lock it. <laughs> it's true. Because it's not that time of year for that part of my house to have the door shut. <laughs> and so, uh, so your house has osteo, like has arthritis. Right. I want to. I want to create a sit and pet. So it's like little steps for a smaller dog to come sit next to you so you can pet them. 
while at a, you're at a normal yourself. height, right? Because they're going to be in there anyway. You might as well not you have might to. Might as well make it worth their while. Exactly. <laughs> um, I guess they could just if you get the. That's a million party, dollar idea. It is. I'm. I just like, said it to everyone. I'm so sorry. I the, own it. Call it the potty yeah. partner. The potty partner. You can have the squatty potty and the petty potty. <laughs> The petty potty. That's me. I have the petty potty. <laughs> All right. So sorry. You're not, you, you were folding laundry, not on the toilet. Once the episode ended, I decided to replay it. Later, I finished folding the clothes, grabbed what I needed to take a shower and went to the bathroom. Right before Jamie started talking about the black eyed children, the lights flickered twice. The first flicker lasted two seconds on the second flicker. One second. I paused the episode and said out loud, okay, I'm going to pause this and listen to some happy music. <laughs> so I put on Pandora, sang along to a couple of songs, finished my business, and proceeded to take a quick shower. <laughs> so far, knock on wood, nothing out of the ordinary has happened since. I'll keep you guys updated if anything else happens. Stay spooky, Victoria. I love when I she love said it. I put on Pandora for happy music, and I, for a second I, I heard she put on. I decided to play some happy music, so I put on Pantera. <laughs> Right. <laughs> I'm like, hey, whatever makes you happy. Jack and I were trying to remember all of the 12 days of Christmas things. And I was like, something Slayer slaying? No, that can't be right. <laughs> oh, God. But if you haven't looked uh, up. 12, Lord's Exploiting. If you if you know who Cheap Trick is, of course, you know, oh, I yes. know. Uh, um, I Want You to Want Me. Yes. They did the full Love Actually sellout <laughs> of... Uh, I want you for Christmas. And so instead of didn't I, didn't I, didn't I see you crying? It's didn't I, didn't I say I wanted you for Christmas. It's so bad and wonderful. And I <laughs> highly recommend it for everyone. If you know what I'm talking about, or if you don't, tell your parents. Um, Have you heard the wake me up so inside funny. version, but it's it's to jingle bells? No. It's really funny. That sounds great too. Okay. All so, right, so let me right. get to the next one. This is from uh, Aqua. So. I wrote a while back about the nurse in pink. I honestly don't think she was a bitch. She was a nurse in pink. <laughs> this happened while thinking about your when podcast. When we say bitch, we're not saying they're a bitch. It's just like- It's more of a status thing. It's a general, just like bitches and white. General, like, what a bitch. Yeah. Um, we mean it with love most of the time. As a woman and a gay man, we can say that. <laughs> <laughs> that is our word. As bitches. <laughs> As bitches that. ourselves, we get to anoint other bitches. Uh, since then. I grant unto thee the title of bitch. <laughs> Rise and be bitchy. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Okay. This yeah. happened while thinking about your podcast. Since then, uh, since then, things have gotten a little weird. I work about two blocks away from where I sighted my new friend, and after I saw her, some odd things started happening. On my way to work, about once or twice a week, my car radio will randomly come on when I turn that same corner. I never listen to the radio, only podcasts on my phone, and it just doesn't pop on, it is loud. And while it sometimes turns on while I pass an historic cemetery nearby, it mostly happens on the same corner. I always turn the sound down, turn it off, and try not to think too hard about it. But wait, there's more. I have uh, I have some battery-operated string lights on my cubicle. They have eight different settings, solid blinking, different blinking, fading, more different blinking. <laughs> blinking, blinking, not blinking, blinking. I love it. And I always, have them, uh, I always have them turned on to solid. On several occasions, the lights have randomly turned themselves on. That's right, not off. I mean, they do that after about six hours anyway, but there have been times when I have them off and suddenly they pop on. Twice they have started blinking 
and then stopped. One time it happened when, uh, when I was changing the batteries and there were only two batteries in them and bam, they not only turned on, they skipped all seven settings to go to the solid, my favorite one, and, and were brighter <laughs> than normal. I mean, maybe it's because they are cheap and mass produced, but between that and my radio, I'm starting to see a pattern. Yeah, I was gonna say if it's one time, but one time, but it's multiple times with multiple different, like sometimes with the batteries, one time without and the batteries. It, and without the battery, it sounds like if they're cheaply made, it doesn't sound like they would work as well as that. Like right. you need like, I don't know. It's, I just my... don't have a lot of experience of things working without batteries. Yeah. That's yeah. usually why they have batteries. Right. It's like science. Where are they pulling that energy if they don't have batteries? Yeah. Like did a potato fall into there? No, I doubt from it. From the ghost. It's pulling it from right. the ghost. It's exactly. Or the ghost is pulling it from the batteries. To I power the. All I know is that ghost is doing some, some work. Well, last week. <laughs> Aqua says, I don't even know exactly how to explain how this felt, but I will do my best. I'd gone into work early, so it was right around 7 o'clock, 7 a.m. Uh, no one else was around as I left the parking garage, which is a block away from that corner. I was wearing a sort of open front poncho, reversible. I, brought it, I bought it at a really huge online store, and I love it, and carrying my purse in my left hand by the straps. This is important. Uh, just as I started walking down the sidewalk, I felt someone tug on my right shoulder and my poncho wrap thingy pulled almost completely off on that side. I got instant chills and not just because it was 7 a.m. in South Carolina in November. I just felt like something was there. I turned and looked and happened to be in front of the window where the elevator is. So not only could I see directly behind me, I could see almost my entire surroundings reflected in the glass. There was no one. There was nowhere my poncho wrap thing could have snagged on. There was nothing my poncho wrap thing could have snagged on either. I think it's just a wrap. I like poncho wrap thing. That's fun too. Poncho wrap thing. Uh, I pulled it back. I pulled it back up while walking as quickly as I could to my office. It felt so weird. I would swear I felt two fingers snag the sweater wrap poncho thing. What the fuck are they called? A wearable throw blanket? Oh, I have no idea. It's a wrap. At it's this just point, a, wrap. <laughs> a shawl? Uh, no. It's um, just a wrap. Okay, fine. <laughs> At this point, <laughs> sorry, Aqua. Jamie's answering her question. I'm I resisting. have a poncho. It's made of sweatshirt material. I love it. Its name is Poncho Via. I'm glad that Jamie <laughs> is able to shed some light on this for us. But honestly, I love the writer you become when you don't know. Um, at this point, <laughs> I feel like something is trying to get my attention. And typically when this happens, it's because something is gonna happen. I am hopeful that it will be something nice this time because I don't have the feeling of dread that I usually get when this stuff goes on. So who knows? Maybe this time it'll be something lovely. A girl can always hope. Ooh, I hope so. Either way. Either way. You better really tell cool. us. You better tell us. <laughs> yeah. And I want a uh, quick note, um, bringing up the Christmas lights thing makes me think of, of a, an annual tradition that I like to observe um, this <laughs> time of year, which is going around neighborhoods. <laughs> it's my favorite thing now, too. Going around neighborhoods and being absolutely fucking vocally triggered by Christmas lights. I can't stand 99% of them. I just can't. It's for every so house, for every house... <laughs> <laughs> that looks okay. That's a that's a there's a design. There's an overarching vision right. for this deck for the decorative lights you have up on your yard. Thank you. And for every other, there's ten others that look like Pee Wee's Playhouse, uh -huh. or that just fucking look like you just stuffed every bargain basement fucking light you could find into a t-shirt cannon and aimed it at your goddamn house. I As can't take it. It's cover. It's it hurts my brain, my eyes, and my sense of human decency. Uh, as a <laughs> as a voyeur to this, um, my friend Leslie and I, he told us about it last year. I have we went lost to have, my voice bitching at lights right. as we drive past them on the we, street. We went to dinner 
and we were coming back <laughs> and she was just slowing down in front of this hideous i mean it is the neighborhood. oh that fucking house that fucking house looks like a goddamn litter box for aliens and so that's what he does he just does that like you're just gonna <laughs> just, be sitting or you'll be having a conversation and he just breaks out into that i was like why is one tree wrapped in blue and the other one's got icicle lights on it make up your fucking mind Commit. Since, since that, <laughs> we'll be driving. You know, just be. I'll slow down and be like, "Oh, Michael, what do you th- what do you think about those lights?" And I'm and I'm blue in the face, biting my knuckle, going. Don't you don't you love how those oh, lights are totally different? Those are LED lights. Oh, and the other lights aren't. Isn't and there's always one where they have like the string of lights, and they're nice lights otherwise. But you know, they're and they're strung across like the the gutters, and then there's just one little area that's just sagging, just yeah, sagging. And I'm sad, like, come sad. on. That's not even an accidental sag. You you did that on purpose. Right. <laughs> they knew I was coming. It's more fun when they're, it's just a clusterfuck of lights. And most lights are a clusterfuck. It's like it's most lights, I it feel like most Christmas so lights great. are probably put up by a parent who didn't want to do it. And so they're just like, let me get this the fuck over with. It's cold. The game is on. Yeah, right. <laughs> That's what I had to put yeah. on Christmas lights with my dad. And my mother was very much a perfectionist. So she would come out and make us do it multiple times because she'd be like, Take no, no, right. no, that's, that's, that's wrong. It looks, that's off. I don't like that. Or you'd, you know, put them up and it's like, oh, fuck, there's one bulb that's out. Now you got to check every single one. And we didn't have a terribly big house, but my mother liked covering lights. And so now... I, it's just you I have know. a real problem, and I enjoy it immensely. I, it's the thing I hate the holidays for that reason. I can take just about everything else, but not that. And I highly recommend you be around when Michael. One day, let's up. just film it. Let's just film we me. <laughs> we should. This is from Esteban. Esteban. Hi, I love the podcast so much. Both of you are charming, and I hope you are doing well. Thank you. We are. Strong start, Esteban. I know. I started hearing the podcast at the beginning of October and enjoy it so much. Enough of the flattering. I should start my story. (laughs) You're not wrong. Is it enough of the flattery? Yes. Uh, I'm currently in my sophomore year of college at Texas A&M Kingsville. This story takes place during my first year. Me and my best friend, whom I consider my sister, were getting used to college life and making new friends. I had always had a sixth sense, but was never taught to control it and can feel and see spirits, although I can only see them if they wanted me to and I have dreams about the future. Hmm. I hid this from my friends due to fear of not believing me. It was better unsaid. My best friend had made a new friend. He and I became friends slowly. He had an aura that concerned me, but I let it go. One day, he returned from his trip back home since he lived in the dorms. He rarely visited his family and girlfriend. When I saw him, that same aura was darker, and I did not want to be around him at all. I felt this evil, and it was so concentrated, I got up and left the lounge area where many students play pool. I was called by the guy, and he told me that he considered me a good friend and explained that he visited his girlfriend, who I later found out lived on top of an old cemetery, and she practiced the occult. First off... Practice makes perfect. Right. First off, what the actual hell? It was no wonder why I didn't want to be around him. Second, (laughs) why me of all people? I just wanted to pass my first semester of college. (laughs) (laughs) I visited his dorm and I wanted to leave so badly. I would hear laughs in his room. Things would be thrown across the floor. I kept seeing shadows walk near him. I prayed to God in my head and got a back shiver that felt like ice falling down your back. He would have scratch marks on his back almost every day. He ended up leaving back home as his grades slipped and I couldn't do anything about it. I'd always regretted that I couldn't help him. I later told my best friend about my sense and funny enough, her reaction was, is this why you judge my relationships? (laughs) (laughs) 
I hope this was entertaining for you both. <laughs> it was. <laughs> Please continue to be the awesome people I know and love. All of you. Please Thank look you. forward to sending in more. Oh, well, we do. Yeah, especially. We do. Yes. Like, we know there's more to there. Hell Esteban yeah. Hell men. yeah. <sighs> that was great. Is this why you criticize my relationship? We just oh want answers God. sometimes, and that's a good enough answer. Oh, you see spirits and dead people. Okay, great. Oh, okay, that makes gotcha, a lot of gotcha. sense gotcha. now. So another, the company I keep is a problem. Okay. It's nice, though. You can be introduced and be like, what's this aura? Is it dark? Is it black? Is it scary? Oh, no. <laughs> like, okay, great. So later, <laughs> when you say you didn't like, you never liked him, I can be like, you didn't fucking tell me from the beginning. You didn't tell me, you son of a bitch. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you knew his aura was dark, and you just let that go. Uh <laughs> Why you I hate me? you, George. <laughs> um, my name is Esteban. We're on the Pirates ride. It's a crossover. It's a crossover. We call that a callback, boys and girls. Uh, this comes from Michaela. Yay, Michaela, Michaela says, I've always been interested in the supernatural. It's part of my religion to believe in something that is outside the realm of human understanding. This is one of the reasons why I never understood when like-minded people told me they were skeptical about the existence of ghosts. Well, after the things I've seen, it's hard to remain that way. When I was in middle school, my class decided to arrange a field trip to go to Baton Rouge and see the state capital. For some reason or other, they decided to make a slight detour during this trip and make a stop in St. Francisville, specifically the Myrtle's Plantation. Uh, my mom was, was with me at the time, and we were both excited to see that the, what the house had to offer. We both believed in ghosts, but haunted houses had never uh, been something that we actively sought out. When we arrived, the expanse of the plantation and its land massive. We were taken inside, given the rules for the house, and then taken on the tour and allowed to see the grounds for the huge main plantation house to the little wooded cottages. We were told of the spirits that were seen on the roof of the cottages and caretakers' quarters, the ones that resided in the giant trees that looked over the land. That's why, the, the, if mm -hmm. you'll recall from our episode about it, that's why the, the front door knob or the front door lock is upside down. Right. So those ghosts would not get in the house. Apparently that's all it takes to thwart them. Uh, we were even warned about keeping a close watch on our earrings in case Chloe chose to make us the next victims of her thievery. Although we know Chloe wasn't real. Yeah. Chloe's a lie. That doesn't mean that some ghost hasn't taken up that role. Right. Because they're true. like, ooh, I'll, I'll be a Chloe. I'll be Chloe. I'll be uh, Chloe. I don't care. I remember seeing the soot-colored handprints that looked like they originated from inside the giant mirror in the hallway and the faint outline of a woman's face appearing to try to escape her glass prison. I remember feeling a faint brush against my pant leg and looking down expecting to find a cat and then remembering that the only kind of animals they had on the property were dead. <laughs> I'd taken my camera with me that day, a little electronic one that pales in comparison to anything you have in stores today. I took at least a hundred pictures on that tour, hoping to see something pop up in my lens viewer, anything that would be the stone-cold proof of of these ghosts experience of the of these uh, ghosts existence where the guide said they were i tried to make myself see something in the hand stained mirror on the roof on the back houses i wanted something to take back to people at home and show them look ghosts really do exist by the end of the tour, I thought that wasn't going to, I thought I wasn't going to get any kind of proof of my trip to a haunted house. We were loading into the bus, my camera in my hand and ready to capture something, anything before I left. Before we headed out, we were reminded that, um, that one of the tour guides had told us the groundskeeper is known for standing next to the front gate and some people have attested to seeing him standing guard. I got out my camera and quickly took a photo of the general area near the front gate and looked into my lens viewer. It looked like the outline of a person had shown up in the glass of the window. But there hadn't been anyone standing behind me when I'd taken the picture. Still, there wasn't much there. Thinking that my efforts had failed, I put away my camera and prepared myself to enjoy the rest of our trip. 
A few days after we had returned home, Mom and I went to get our pictures developed at a local Walgreens. When the pictures came out, we spent a few minutes going through them, checking that they all looked good, and we stopped. There, in the picture that I had taken of the area near the front gate, stood a man. He appeared transparent and not much more than an outline, but there he was, nonetheless. A tweed hat on his head and gray holes where his eyes should be, staring in through the bus window. It looked like our trip hadn't been in vain. After all, Michaela, you have to send us a picture. Tweet it to us. Tweet please, it to us. Please, 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 Oh, yeah, there you go. It's really easy. <laughs> Take a picture of a picture of a picture. That's right. Of a picture of a picture. I have people who do that on Facebook all the time. It's like, here's a picture of a picture of me when I was a kid. It's like, because scanners don't exist, I guess. <laughs> um, Ooh, that was a good story. That was a good story. Thank yes. you, thank you. Yeah, that's the thing about the Myrtles is like what we know about it, what the common misconceptions mm -hmm. are, you know, um, <clears throat> doesn't mean that. I think I, I think it's haunted as fuck. I just don't think this. I don't think don't I don't right think the story. story of the haunting is correct. Right. I think the story of the haunting is is a manufactured one. Mm -hmm. But that doesn't mean that the story isn't trying to make sense of things that are actually happening. Right. There, there was no Chloe, but well, and if it's there's a someone there. Thing, who knows if that's, it's taken that's, on that. again. Come back to it again and again. That's that's a trait of a poltergeist. Is they tend to go like, oh, they, it's like they overhear people oh, talking about. Oh, that's oh, what you want. That. Okay, I can do yeah, that. They're like they're like an overeager actor auditioning for that role on the commercial. Like, yeah, I can oh, do dude, all I can, the I can tap. I can do, I can yeah. do all the accents. I can I can I can uh, I can do handstands. Do you want me to sing? <laughs> I can dance. Jazz hands. I can do jazz hands. Oh, you want a, you want a, you want a dark looking uh, like monk with like the hood? Okay, got that. Got it. I'm on you it. want a bitch in white? Got oh, honey, got I got, got that it. all day. I was a bitch in white over in Baton Rouge for years. Got brave <laughs> reviews. <laughs> you should have heard the reviews. I have them. I have a copy of them. Which you'll have to read. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so on that note, thank you guys for listening. We yes. really appreciate it. Check us out on ghoulintentions.com. Our Patreon, of course, is the Ghoul Intentions Patreon. I mean, that's it's just Ghoul Intentions. It's not anything else but that. Yes. Um, we have lots of fun tiers. Uh, and remember, I feel like it's early for that. I feel like we need to say so. It feels like unfinished. Oh, thanks for your contributions. Thank you for your contributions. Uh, thank you for sending in thanks your stories. Thanks for sending in your stories. Please stories. send in more. Um, if you've sent in one, don't feel like you can't send more because we right. love the updates. We you know, a lot, updates. a lot of our, a lot of our listeners will send like keep like it's almost like we're pen pals now. Yeah, I'll go do that. Yeah, like keep keep telling <laughs> yeah, us what's yeah, going yeah. on. Yeah, yeah, So please do. Uh, and if you haven't before and you have a good story, send us your story. What are you waiting for? Yeah, yeah. And remember to give us reviews. That's right. Oh yeah, go. Yeah, because that helps us out quite a bit. Lovely, good reviews, and tell your your friends and your family. And and now remember, it's, it's okay, okay to sleep, sleep with, with the, the lights, lights on. on. <laughs> Oh, we should test this out to make sure the testing, levels are okay. Testing, testing. Now laugh loudly. <laughs> okay, thank you. Oh, ha, 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 ha. Uh. Testing, testing, one, two, three. Testing, testing, one, two, three. Check, baby, check, baby, one, two. Check, baby, check, baby, one, two, three. three. <laughs> check, baby, check, baby, one, two. It's called the Rhyme Shaker. I skipped another check, baby, check. <laughs> oh, God. That was for oh, you, God. Matt. That was I, for you. I started. Situated in the midst of pick... <clears throat> That's a good start. That's a great start. I'm ready. <laughs> Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. It's the ginger in the drinks. Sorry, Matt. Okay, we're doing it again. Situated in the midst of pick... You know what's wrong? <laughs> Number one, I can't say picturesque. Picturesque. Also, the blinds are open. I can't see anything.
Okay. Oh, there's the glare. Okay, yeah. I was like, what? Oh, yeah. gotcha. Okay. That's okay. <clears throat> all you, Lou. This liquid was so much like Sheshley Fred, freshly shooed. Free Shavakadu. Come to Del Taco. Turkey. 